This episode is brought to you by Shank at Golf. Do you ever see a fellow competitor on the course that completely sucks, but they're always surrounded by beautiful women out there? Well, more than likely, they went to shankatgolf.com for their apparel needs. These guys offer extremely high-quality clothing, hats, beanies, bags, anything that will keep you looking sexy out on the course. Use code FOUL44 at checkout and receive 15% off your total order. Keep my eye on you out there and get to shankatgolf.com today. You wake up with the you wake up with like a, a traditional like alarm clock or do you just do the I actually have phone? earbuds in from Bose earbuds oh, or whatever. You told me about those. sleep with earbuds in. They're made to tell me about those. So they're sleep buds, right? They just they fit like snugly in your ear and it'll play like whatever background noise you want. Like mine is a uh, static. So that way I can't hear all the Wayne's kids making like a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear the kids like making a, a you know racket. Yeah. And uh so I can set an alarm and I'll just start going, burp, burp, but it's already in my ear, so I can't ignore it. But I also have my well, my, my watch to go off as well in case the earbuds fall out while I'm sleeping or something. Uh, the watch is coming handy. Mm-hmm. I got an Apple Watch a while back. And I'm starting to get it like get a watch collection with my first watch and then the watch you got me and now my Apple Watch. Yeah, I'm I starting to get some wrist pieces. Yeah. It's a that's a that's a rich man's game. Uh, watches are unreal. Mm-hmm. It's crust expensive oh. one I got about honeymoon. Really? What kind is it? It is a Hamilton. Hamilton. Has it got moon phases and stuff on it? No, but it's got the uh, the gears. Oh yeah, and the uh, the crystal and all that stuff. That's cool. I don't have any. I, I mean, I got Samsung watch and everything. I don't. I don't really wear it, but. Oh, maybe it's just something I should get into. Comes it's in fun. handy. I like keeping up with my sleep. Like, yeah, it it it's very accurate too, mm. supposedly. But we're back. I said this last week in the ginger extravaganza, <laughs> and I got to admit, with you being gone, not here last week, me and Gage kind of made like this new. I don't know our souls. It felt like well, well, we have them. supposedly, allegedly, our tips touched is basically your, what your I'm trying to say. Your taints molted together. Exactly, molten taints. Molted taints. Yeah. Yeah. it did happen. There's no doubt about it. But we're glad you're back. Well, I don't want to step into anything here. You know, I don't want to feel like I'm in the way. No, it's more like a, enough of that it's home. more like an out of the studio type relationship. You know, it's like a, he can call me at three in the morning just to talk. You know, I'll be laying on my stomach, kicking my feet up. I'll have air. you know <laughs> that me and this guy have literally been around each other before we could even walk. That's true. We were, we were, There's a good chance that the the first time we hung out, we both were still you know supporting hoods. He was, upstairs, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He oh, was, wow. uh, That's right. Yeah. You guys weren't circumcised. That's what I'm saying. We go that far back. We'll go that. Far oh, back. that. Now that's way back. <laughs> yeah, that's way back. <laughs> that's way back. It, you know, it was like this was like the 90s, so we didn't have cell phones, so we had to go to you know we had to go to an actual phone and be like, bro. You ain't gonna believe where they're taking me today. Yeah, and he's like, "Dude, I just got back from the hospital. You're not gonna like it." <laughs> it's a terrible time. It is. It. Uh, I don't. It's a time of my life that I like to block it out. You know. But we'll move on from that. How have you been? What's been going on? It's uh, been better. It's been better, but you know we're hanging in there. Good, right? That's right. Yeah, we got to persevere. Right? Buy a thread. Life's a garden, man. Oh, yeah. You got to dig it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, I've just been 
working, 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 and uh, taking it day by day. I understand day, that. Now, there are rumors that you may at some point uh, become a, a day shift person. Now, we, we might be expecting something like this. I got my, I got my bid sheet. Um, uh, what Friday? So where are you at in seniority? And kind of explain that in case people don't understand what we're talking. So about. the way that it works, the company that I work for, and I'm not going to go there, but we'll just say the company that I work for. Uh, they, um, you have to be there so long. They, you know, your seniority is based on how long you've been there, and then obviously the guy who's number one is been there the longest. Wants. He's been there longest, so he gets the creme de la creme of the right. the, the run. So. Not the shit runs, but you know the driving runs. Uh, <laughs> but uh, well, he's a truck driver. He's probably got the shit probably, runs anyway. Yeah, anyway. But so he's been there as long as well. I'm I'm two eighty four, but that is out of like 520, 525, 545 drivers. So I'm well, you know, I'm you're up there. I'm up. That's there. up there. For it's sure. eight years. Yeah. I mean, I've been there eight years. So, but now I'm up high enough where I should be able to get. Um, a decent runner on the extra would we'll probably end up on the extra board, but that's a home every day. So I just won't know where I'm going. Um, you know, like you, you might have a run that goes to Birmingham, Alabama, or you have a run that goes to, you know, um, Indiana, Kentucky. Yeah. I won't get one of those. I'll be going different places every day. Yes, that's so long drives, but you get to be home every night. Long drives, but I'll be home every night. And that's but they have to keep you within like 300-ish miles from yeah, your home. Like the longest, the you know, like the trucks that we have only run 64. Well, some of them will run 70, depending on if it's like Birmingham. That's like 313 miles one way. So 626 miles, I mean, you get into a little bit of traffic and then in a 10-hour in, in shift, you're, you know, you're in trouble. So... Oh. It uh, it'll be good. It'll be good for me to be home, get some golf. I mean, this guy was oh, talking man. about that the other day, man. My reward for getting good at golfing is I'm gonna go buy me a set of Taylor Mates. Yeah, like yours. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get custom grips. I'm gonna get everything fitted. Make sure you get fitted. Yeah, I'm gonna get everything fitted just right. But I'm I'm going to learn on the clubs that I got now. I'm going to get really good, and that's like my reward is when I get to that point and I I can hit, I can consistently get under a hundred. I'm even saying like ninety nine. If I could consistently get ninety nine, I'm happy. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's crazy. You know, a, a lot of people are probably thinking ninety nine. Go fucking play golf. Go play golf. <laughs> Getting under a hundred is yeah. so hard. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Who was it telling me that somebody went for the first time and golfed like an eighty? Or did I hear that on TV? Did y'all hear anything I've like never that? Heard that? No. I heard a story. Let me get this shit off my computer. Maybe on uh, nine holes. <laughs> like I heard somebody went for the first time. It might have been on some podcast or something. It was on an episode of JRE. That's what it was. Okay. Somebody on there said like the first time they went golfing, they golfed like an eighty. That's insane. And it's that's got to be the equivalent of like. Getting like a what, like a sixteen hundred? It's like winning the, it's like winning like the lottery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, well, that, well, that's like uh, pick up basketball for the first time and just yeah, dunking it or something. Yeah, dunk, like yeah, that. like just, just hitting, going for like ten for ten from three. You know, like I, I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine. I, I mean, I golfed for the first time last year, and yeah. I mean, it was bad. I, I'm sure I was in like one twenty or something, one thirty. 
But uh, I seen a scorecard on Instagram the other day, and I'm not bashing anybody because I'm terrible. But I did see a scorecard on Instagram that was like one. 56. Hey, you know, kudos to that person around the balls to post something. Yeah, like right. Absolutely. And, and not cheat themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's easy to do. You're like, oh, well, um, this is going on Instagram. A, I'm yeah. not, I knock us down to 110. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a gimme. That's yeah. a gimme. That's a 13 foot putt. In my defense, too, and in your defense, and everybody's around here. I mean, the, the, the course that's closest to us, and it's literally like, what, three minutes from here? Yeah, just over the hill. It is. They say it's one of the most difficult mm-hmm. courses that they're – I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's not like Masters or nothing, but, right. I mean, it's very difficult course to learn. So, I figure if you're already starting out on that course and you can get good on that course, you could be good anywhere. Well, it's like my dad, you know, he used to golf quite a bit, and uh, he said that him and his buddies, when they would golf at Steels Creek, uh, they would actually keep track of – by the score would be how many – balls you lost so whoever lost the least amount of balls yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's why i buy nitros baby <laughs> <laughs> nitros. the girls found like two in the yard uh, uh they come running up to like i found this golf ball i just remember i was on the phone yeah. we was playing uh the show and uh it's like yeah it, uh that's either mine or your uncle chocolates. I don't know. <laughs> My buddy Brandon, his soon-to-be wife, works out here at the the Virginian, very prestigious club. Mm-hmm. And um, I went over to see him a couple weeks ago, and she just comes out carrying this bag of practice balls, and she hands me this like gallon Ziploc bag or whatever size bag it was, full of practice balls. So I get it out and it look and it says practice on the side stamped. I turn around, it's a fucking Pro V one. <laughs> As a Are, practice ball. That, that's their range balls at the oh Virginia. Were all of them that way or is it all of them? Wow. She said all of she them. She gave range. them to you? A bag full of Pro V ones. Jesus. Yeah. You get y'all some. I can hook y'all up. up. Yeah. 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 As shout many as out, Luke. Shout out Brandon Clark. If you're listening to this, we would love to play a game at the Virginian if you can hook that up. That'd be pretty sweet. Go yeah, play with sweet. go play with Dan and Dan Marino and Peyton. Yeah. Emmett Smith. Yeah. 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 Wild. They all come there, don't they? Yeah. That's that's they cool. Do. You know what I was saying we should do? It'd be cool. It'd be cheesy, but it'd be cool. I'm at a point in my life I like cheese. Yeah. But uh we should all go get like a golfing tattoo, like get a tea. <laughs> like all like the golfing the golfing brothers. You know? I would like it. That'd be pretty cool. We could get Shake It Golf tattooed on her Shake ass. Shake It Golf. We could. Which we could. reminds me, go shop at Shake It Golf. Yeah, don't forget to check that out. Use code FAL44 at checkout for 10% off. Anything you want, you're going to be looking sexy. That's for sure. That's right. I haven't been here, but I'm going to plug these sponsors. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> you need to grab one of these Guinness around here. That one right there is calling your name. I got a, I got a sinus thing. You're going to tell the Predator bottle opener now? I do like the Predator. This, this is a good question. Do you think that you could survive against the Predator? I'm not talking like a long time, but do you think you could fool him at all? He's got he's got heat-seeking. I was going to say, knowing that he can't see mud. Now, do I know this? Well, that's true. That's true. That's if you tough. know that, let's say, yeah, because I still think it would be extremely difficult. Because think about it: if you were running around here, where are you going to find the mud to protect? Is he you? hunting me specifically, he's or am I just you in the movie? No, he's hunting you. No, specifically. You're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're fucked. Yeah, no doubt about it. But if you're a side character and you have this knowledge, 
No, I feel like you could probably make some mud. Get a little water hose, make some mud yeah. around that. Wouldn't yeah. be that. If you had a digging utensil and enough time. Time would be the problem. Yeah, no. Time is the deciding factor. As long as there's like other people, and you're like, oh fuck, here we go. As long as there's other people for him to chase. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Who is the one like horror villain? You know, doesn't have to specifically be slashers, but who is the one horror icon that you do think you could survive? Oh, I think I could survive several. I think the one that you couldn't survive, and this is strictly slasher. Is Freddy. Freddy, Freddy? You have to sleep, absolutely. And and I mean, I think they you're gonna do. die either way. Yeah, I, yeah. If you don't sleep, you're gonna die yeah. eventually. But um, I don't know. I think uh, I guess you could take a drug. Does I wonder if they make drugs that keep you from dreaming? I wonder if that's even possible. Well, he was in the Freddy versus Jason movie, but I don't know how. Yeah, if that was real or not. Yeah. Because do we even? I mean, I guess we know what causes dreams, but I don't know if there's any cause that. You know, maybe for like PT people that suffer PTSD and things like that. I can yeah. imagine them having something I'm, like I that. I would imagine, and you know, I won't get into my opinion on massive pharmacy, big pharma, big whatever pharma. you want to call them. But I would assume, just like what you're talking about, there is a certain amount of drugs that we know about that they can put you on that you probably won't dream. Uh, they, I mean, well, think of what they can do with like antidepressants and and mood you know type of mood altering drugs i mean it stands a reason if they're affecting the chemicals in your brain right they could do that but still i mean i feel like freddie would probably find a way around that but who could you survive who could i survive hmm. chucky would be i think mean, i just picked that that's, the, up, that's a gimme yeah that's a gimme leprechaun the little guys leprechaun. Now, leprechaun could maybe get you because you got the magic thing going right i mean yeah maybe don't underestimate the LPs, okay? It's true. Well, I don't have nothing against little people. I love little people. That's all I'm saying is don't <laughs> underestimate them. Don't underestimate Wee Man. Wee Man, such, yeah. Such strong fists. Wee Man did fight at WrestleMania. Do you remember that? Wrestle. WrestleMania. For me, I think I could take base Michael Myers. Like from the original. Really? From the original. Like the original one. Not not when he got his superpowers. Not when he got seven foot tall and jacked. From the first movie, yeah, I could take that guy. Yeah, you could take it. I could take Do you think, guy. would we still have the same decision making as all the typical people in these movies? Like, no, you could no, be, you let's could not, be you. Let's not outrun the guy. As leather, as long Leatherface would be one that I think I could survive. I think I thought about Leatherface. A chainsaw is not a good no. weapon to be trying to kill people. In with. my opinion, the fact that he can get it cranked up every time is amazing it's, to me. On the first try. Yeah, have you ever yeah. tried to start <laughs> jack up? It's going down the ground, my knees going into it. Yeah. Eventually you get mad, you're like, fuck this. And then you stand up and you're wrapping it and you're like, you think you're good and all of a sudden it just dies. Like, Why? Why yeah. the fuck did yeah. you die? Yeah. Yeah. I watched uh, a former member of the family, I guess you could say, beat the motor off of a weed eater one time on the ground. <laughs> I remember that. Trying to start it. It was uh it was very tough. But what do you, what do you think like if if you had to choose one that I don't know let's say if you had to pick one slasher, let's even throw the creeper in there. 
Right. The creeper is not. Yeah, yeah, I ain't fucking though. with the creeper. You don't think he could survive the creeper? No, that's kind you, of the you're reaction. Not, you're, not, to you're not fucking. I, I'm sorry. That's like that's like not. in a fight with Jason. It doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, what the, the the one guy we know, and I I love. It's a terrible movie, but Jason uh, takes Manhattan or whatever. <laughs> the dude squares up with him, and then he just fucking punches his whole head right at the edge yeah. of the rooftop. You thought he could just like. Tried a little bit longer. Just one, a little more, one more hit, man. But no, he's like, go ahead, hit me. Do you know what you're asking me? This guy just maliciously destroyed a blue box in the street. Yeah, he shot the nines with Jason, and it did not go well, did it? So that I got to talk about it because it's all that I'm thinking about currently. And Gage, I know you, you told us prior to the show that you haven't ever watched The Sopranos, but I am currently, I'm farther, I watched like, apparently I, I watched less than I thought the first time. I only watched about the first season and a half the first time. So now I just finished season two uh, before we started recording. And I told you all prior to the show that it is quite possible that this is the greatest television show ever made. Well, mo most people that I talk to believe that it is and I, I think that breaking bad i think that breaking bad is is i told you the other day like breaking bad's like 1a and then sopranos is like 1a minus like yeah. that's you know like that's that's how close they are but the thing of it and you got you sh you should watch it i mean you, you'll love it you'll be addicted um it, it was like the grandfather of television especially that type of program, and when program. you when you know that, when you know the time that this show like was coming out, and it was new, it was the early two thousands, and the stuff that just in the first two seasons alone that happens, it's it's so emotional too. You it's, know, yeah. it's it's so up and down. Yeah. You love one minute, you love this guy. Next minute, you're like, all right, cut his head that, off. That, that's what I was telling you. Like it, it's one of the first shows ever where you're rooting for a bad person you know i mean think about breaking bad dexter um you know like ozark shows like that where you're rooting for a an anti-hero like an anti-hero you know you're rooting the sopranos was the first time you're like man tony's a bad dude he's like he is a he's a scary he's scary, he's scary <laughs> dude but like he's a he's not a good person and you're rooting for him and, and you feel for him. You yeah, feel so much. Because yeah. literally, and this doesn't give anything away at all, because you find it out very quickly, that literally his entire family is trying to kill him. Yeah, and literally. Just because you're the bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. A bad right? guy, yeah. Well, he, he is a bad guy, but he's not the bad guy, is what's crazy about it. You there know? are worse bad guys. Way worse. Well, I will say, in the same vein, uh, have you ever had a chance to watch Ray Donovan? No, I have not. That's a great show. Have you seen I've it? I've never watched that. Great show, Leaf Shriver. Uh, Leaf Shriver. Yeah. I like is it. Is it Mafia? Like No. Uh, so basically, he's a fix-it man for Hollywood, right? So if somebody has, like, I think the first episode, uh, some guy wakes up next to a dead hooker, and his job is to... He's like the wolf. Yeah. yeah. And, and, the, uh, and people find, like, the news media find out about it. So he's racing there to get the guy out of the room before anybody finds out he was there. Plus, the guy's married. On top of that, so and then oh. like, but that's his whole job is you wake up, you, you messed up. He's gonna save you. 
I would say there's actually people that do that shit. Oh, for sure. Probably. Like, that's their job. Yeah. It, it really when is. When you were saying that, I was like, that's probably fucking yeah. real. But it really is a great show. Um, he's the anti-hero, big dude. Uh, it's got some other big actors in it, too. Uh, uh, what John Boyd plays his father. Okay. Driving around, around the John Boyd school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said Lee Schreiber, kind of on the same horror topic where we're talking about movies and shit did you like the omen remake with lee shriver you know i watched it when it came out but it's been that was what oh six yeah it was a long time because it came out six six oh six wasn't it when that's i believe that's right right. so it's it's been hell that's i was 16 when that came out man (laughs) i don't remember anymore this is a big question for us and this is something we've never really talked about because we're all such big fans what is the greatest horror film ever made the That's tough. You take the well, extra stuff for him, obviously. But <laughs> uh, I've thought about this a lot. Okay, I've thought about this a lot, and I'm saying, as far as movie genres go, horror movies are, I guess, what I would consider the most debatable, right? Because, like, take comedies for instance. You have family comedies, but then you you don't really have like all these subgenres of comedy movies, I guess you would say, right? With horror, you've got slasher films, you've got science fiction horror type of thing, you've got dystopian horror, you've got demons, yeah, you've you got have demons, a, like, paranormal, and, you know. Which I feel like demons has become its own, like, subgenre now at this point. There's so many, like, exorcism movies and things yeah, of that nature. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's its own thing, yeah. you know? Like, it's separated itself. You used to just feel like you'd lump demons of paranormal i think it's it's separate now at this point but you know uh the reason i say the actresses and the reason i say that when anybody asks me that is just because it was for one it was ahead of its time way ahead of its time the novel's fantastic it starts out a little slow Mm because they go into the when he's in Iraq and everything and, you know, find Pazazu and how Pazazu gets to, you know, gets to the States and everything. So it's a little slow, but the novel's fantastic. It was ahead of its time. It was, it was terrifying. I mean, for one thing, Reagan is nightmarish. Like, and what's even crazy about it is I just recently watched this again not long ago and the version that's on hbo max right now don't even have the scariest part in the movie and it's still scary when she's coming down the when steps. she flips upside down and comes down the steps that's not that wasn't in the original mm-hmm. version of the movie huh. you know after reagan pees and tells the astronaut like you're, you're gonna die up there mm-hmm. well then that night is when she flips upside down like crawls like a spider down the steps that freaked me out the first time i saw it but it's just the most perfect horror movie it it goes into detail it you know just everything about it, the way it was shot you know the the for to give you an example of why it's so cool some things that about it's so cool like in the room how you can always see their breath mm-hmm. it was actually that cold they made they put these giant freezer units like air conditioner units had that room actually that cold and uh, she broke her back making that movie, the part where she's flipping up and up back and yeah. forth. They'd done it so hard. They were actually pulling her with these this setup that they had, and they pulled her so hard it broke her back. Mm. Like it's it's a it's a perfect 
It's the most perfect horror movie ever made, in my opinion. And don't they say that the original actual film is cursed? They say the devil actually lives in the original film of that movie. I, I don't believe that. I right. think it's a lot very of interesting. It. Did though. you ever watch the Cursed Films documentary on Shudder? Where mm-hmm. they it's a docu series about the Omen, the Exorcist, the Twilight Zone movie. Um, all these movies were really terrible things. Horror movies where all these really terrible things have happened, making the movie, and they call them cursed films. Poltergeist is another one, and The Exorcist. They say um, the devil actually lives, or a demon lives, in um, the film of the movie. Another one, though, and I'm rambling, I know, but I haven't done this in a while, so I'm enjoying <laughs> I it. I love it. But off, man. A, another one, and I was, I'll let the girls, this is going to be a bad father moment. Well, let the girls watch Deep Blue Sea the other day. Oh, it's a oh, great movie. Yeah. Okay. And Aubrey was sitting over there. You got to know Aubrey. She's tough, right? She She's one she tells me all the time, I've never slept. I've never slept in my life. I'm like, you're a kid. You never slept. You're eight years old. You never slept. Like, you're a tough buddy. Exactly. <laughs> and she's sitting over there in the part where the shark eats LL Cool J's bird. Freaked her out, I could tell. But she's like, that wasn't scary. No. That wasn't scary. And I was like, honey. That oven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that freaked her out. She's like, why is the oven on? It's like the shark turned it on. How did he know how to do that? Because like, he's smart. Yeah, he's smart. But, uh, I'm sitting over there, and she's like, this ain't scary. This ain't scary. And I'm like, well, you wouldn't like Jaws. But then I'm sitting there thinking, like, and I really got thinking about, it, like, people, kids today, people growing up, they won't find that movie scary. No, it's but that graphics. movie is terrifying. And the shark is only in the movie for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. That makes it scarier. Yeah. That that it's this buildup. It's this thrill. Like, it's building this like sort of terror, you know, this it's feeling so of terror, suspenseful. And then when it's finally there, you're like, I remember being little and watch it freak me out, man. It's so scary. I've, I've always felt that what in any scary movie, whenever the actual villain or whatever it might be makes its appearance, it loses a lot of its mystique, right? Yeah, it does. Because it, there's something about not being, even if it's just a shadowy figure, yeah. But when you actually see it, it kind of, well, you now you have something in front of you, right? Like, yeah. I don't know, I just always feel like that kind of takes away. Yeah. Do you like, think that that differs, though, with jump scares? Oh, yeah. You think so? Like, it, no matter how many, even if you've already, like, the first time you see it, right? Say it's only, it only appears, some kind of demon or whatever, yeah. only appears, say, three times in a movie. Do you yeah. think it gets you as much the second and third time as it does the first? No, it don't get you, and I don't. I don't think it does. And I, the last one I seen that made me jump was uh, I went and saw Sinister in theaters. Mm-hmm. The very last, where he pulls yeah. like right down in front of the camera, that got me. Yeah. But now I've watched it again. I'm like, well, it, it don't. You know, I, I, you know, I gotta say, I think uh, not not Sinister. What's the other one? Something like it. Insidious. Insidious. You know, Insidious. I feel like when it. First shows the demon thing, terrifying. Yeah. But then when it shows it again later and it's more seeing it, it's silly. more. It takes a little. It's a little silly. But whenever he's just a face behind yeah. him, that's terrifying. Yeah. And that's what was scary about that yeah. in particular is like, it's right in the day. Yeah. There's people just sitting around talking. You're not thinking at all that you're about to see that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like right here. Right. Uh, do, do you all remember that video like back in the? in the golden days of the internet 
used to scare the shit out of people. It was that car. Oh, God, God. Oh, was that your dad that yes. got us with that? Dude, it got me. Oh, yeah. Oh, it got me. I remember uh, y'all lived over here. Yeah. Uh, and we was in your mom and dad's bedroom. They had the computer in there. And, and it's like, why am I watching this car? Yeah, so that? that was evil. That was evil so to do bad. that. There's a, there's a ghost on him. You got to watch really close. Yeah. It's going to pop out. That's a bitch. So what do you think, Gage? What's the best horror movie of all time? That's tough. I'm not as confident with mine as, as Alex is. Now, if we're going – if I would, if I could separate it, I would say the best modern horror film for me is The Conjuring, the first Conjuring. I feel like that really good. was like a complete, a complete like revival of horror movies in general, right? Yeah. Like that brought on a whole new era of horror movies, right? I feel like up to that point, they kind of – they hit a, you know, a stale run, basically. It was. And I feel like The Conjuring, like, revitalized that entire genre. Um, I don't know my favorite all-time as I love The Exorcist. Uh, one I really enjoy is the original Evil Dead. I feel like for the budget they had, that yeah. that's hard to beat. Like, yeah. when she's down there in the basement popping her head I out. Know. I mean, there's, even now, like, if you just built a still of it, that's still a creepy-looking picture, yeah. right? Yeah. You know so that? I would say that's probably pretty high up there for me. That house is only about what yeah. forty minutes down yeah. the road. Yeah, Little Sam Raimi and uh, what was it? Uh, Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Bruce Campbell, and two or yeah. three other people. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, that you're you're right about that. Well, that it's it seems to be like there are movies. What you said about the Conjuring is true. Evil Dead, The Exorcist movies we've said so far, they're groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. Like they do something that's different. Poltergeist is another one that comes to mind. You know, you do something different, and if it's good enough, then you'll be immortalized. Like that's that's get a remake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not for the Exorcist remake, but that's a whole other topic. But it uh, can't be worse than the Poltergeist remake, right? It can't be. That was I'm gonna tell you one more, and then I'm gonna let you go. You're good. Almost a perfect movie. The thing, the original oh, yes. the thing, yeah, almost a perfect movie. Well, I mean, you would you would be in the exact same. You wouldn't trust nobody. No, you wouldn't you trust imagine being in that soul. situation. No. You know, and then at the end, what do you do? You think? I mean, which do you think that they? I mean, what happened? They they were going to kill each. I mean, you would have killed whoever yeah. the last oh, yeah. one's down. I mean, that's how it was going to be. It was the impossible. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the be. Worst part of that movie. <laughs> the worst part of that movie is that poor dog. I know he had to die. Oh, he wasn't a dog. That's true. You know? <laughs> well, well, we've seen it wasn't a dog, but for me though, and this is going to bring in a different type of horror and it's funny because they're both on the wall there but the shining man uh, that yes. but at, and before we get into the shining let me say this and this is something you told me for a long time and i didn't watch it until i you know early 20s later on in life but a movie that as i was watching it creeped me out the most and just gave me that anxiety it was the strangers man the strangers the strangers that was a very very good movie very um, good and that's what he was talking about and that time before the conjuring, like from the nineties to, to about, you know, the strange 2010, it seemed like horror was in this really weird place. Oh, yeah. Oh. And it, there was, it, you know, yeah, I think par the original paranormal activity, the first one coming out. That was a good one. That, that one came out. It, it, yeah, out and it time. was different. I mean, but up until then it was like, Oh, we're going Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Blair Witch. Yeah. That's another one. Uh, but it, it was in a weird 
horror was in a weird place. And I think that horror, out of all the genres of movies, horror really, and I think this about rock music as well, it depicts the time. Horror changes with the time. Right. Okay. And, but what you're saying about The Shining, uh, I'm going to say this for people who've never read that novel. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. And it's so much more upsetting. But what's funny about it is most of the time when you have a book that gets turned into a movie, the movie diminishes the books because you can no longer picture that character in your own head. You see it as the person that was in the movie. But the great ones, like The Shining, you it doesn't matter. You always can picture that. You can always go into your head when you're reading the novel and be like, this is the this is the vision I have in my head of this story. But isn't it? Didn't Jack Nicholson portray that character like that? Oh, Maybe the, the most perfect casting of any movie of all time. Yeah. And Shelley Duvall. I mean, she's she was great. I mean, that, but that cigarette ash, that cigarette ash like <laughs> like six inches long. <laughs> I, I will say for me, with The Shining, I feel like Jack Nicholson portrayed the character he was meant to portray for that movie perfectly Absolutely. but he was nothing like he was in the book for me nothing like yeah I, I, for me that's why i feel like i can read the book and watch the movie it's two separate things because they are so different yes. right the characterizations the entire plot everything is completely the, different the alcoholism the mm -hmm. part of that in the novel that the, and that was the big issue with stephen king that he had with um um oh, stanley Kubrick. stanley Kubrick, the, the man but uh, that you know, Stephen King hated it, and that's why they actually had the. Did you ever watch the other version of the show? Yes. Now it's good, yeah. and it's closer to the novel. I would say, like, it's kind of like, all right, remember the Titans? Mm -hmm. Great movie, right? Yeah. But I've read that that school, the, the people that were actually on the team, said that most of that was fictionalized. That Disney had a story they wanted to tell, mm -hmm. and they just picked their team, they right? Yeah. I feel like Kubrick had a story he wanted to tell. Yeah. And he picked the IP for it. That's kind of dirty, though, taking a story that was already so famous. But the thing of it is, is when Stephen King sold the rights to make that movie, he... That's mean, true. That, that's, that but true. I'm going to say this, though. I mean, you all know that I'm one of the biggest Stephen King fans on the planet. I've read every single word that man has ever written, even the bullshit he puts on Twitter. <laughs> okay? But I'll say, like, if you want somebody to fuck up your story, just let it be Stanley yeah, Kubrick. I mean, that, you <laughs> could do a lot more Stanley yeah. Kubrick, right? I mean, and it's a great movie. It's yeah. just not the story. Right? Yeah. Well, and we're all massive Stephen King fans here. So that'll take us right into what is the best novel to movie, Stephen King specifically, adaptation. Before we get too far, so we'll back up real quick. The slasher thing, the one I could easily take up, even easier than Chucky. The screen killers, Ghostface. Yeah, you just don't have yeah. You just can't be dumb. <laughs> that is the yeah. clumsiest yeah. killer. Yeah. And yeah. everybody yeah. knocks yeah. them down. They just leave yeah. them on the ground. Yeah. That dude will be dead so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just fall down like <laughs> drop the TV. Yeah. Yeah. At least yeah. Chucky's yeah. got the fact that he's a doll, so you wouldn't yeah. expect it, right? Yeah. And the fact Absolutely. that he can't really die. Yeah. Those dudes are just some high school teenagers running around. They get the shit kicked out all the time, but they're the only one with a knife. That's a good point. Has I'm anybody watched to get a little woozy? <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Lillard was fantastic. He's right? great in everything. Right, right, right. Even Scooby Doo. Yeah. I love Scooby Doo. He made Scooby. Yeah, he made Scooby. Absolutely. But what do you, what do you, um, have, it, have either, 
English, Austin. Has either one of you seen the new Scream movie with Jenna Ortega? No, I've seen the not the brand one with one before. I'm um, the same. Okay, the same. I haven't I'm even seen that one. one to be honest with you, it's it like Scream Five, wasn't it? It was okay. I've yeah. heard the new one was really good. From well, what I understand, to be honest, anything with Jenna Ortega and it's got to be. <laughs> yeah, Jenna Ortega, just her and Aubrey Plaza together. Did y'all see that? Yeah. That award show. It's like. I want to be. What are they Hispanic? What are they Hispanic? Latino? Is Arnold Hispanic? The, I think they're of the whatever. Yeah, they, they put like them that. on stage together because they're from the same country or something. Mm-hmm. I think whatever that country produces beautiful women. Yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> but you said Stephen uh, King. Stephen King, yeah. the greatest the one. Oh, you're good. That needed to be the, that the greatest be one. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, Green Mile. Yeah. yeah. Second. I mean, what do you? How do you how do you, you know Shawshank? You know Shawshank bomb when it came out. Did it really? Yeah. yeah. And now it is. If you go to IMDb and you look at the highest ranked movies, it is not only number one. It is so far the highest ranked movie of all time. Like nothing will ever catch it. There's a lot of movies that really fell. Princess Bride completely bombed yeah. when it came out. Yeah. That Did was a great really? yeah. yeah. Wow. That's crazy. And you got to think all the talent that was in the movie. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's, it's amazing that it did bomb, yeah. but it did. Yeah. It, it did not do well. Yeah, it's, 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 I would kill to not be appreciated in my time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I think Michael Scott said that. I was going to say, for all your friends fans out there, Phoebe. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's not right. even appreciated. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Raw. There's a keyboard in there. Oh, yeah. What do you think, Gabe? Well, Best well, Stephen well, King. Movie adaptation of all time, Oof. and and real quick while you're thinking about that, how do you write a story that, like, how do you write the Shawshank Redemption? He's he is so far beyond us. I think he was, and God, I know he's never going to listen to this, but if he does, this <laughs> oh, will be a bad one. Oh but like, now me and Gage have discussed this with him. He's gotten soft, mm-hmm. really soft. Like it used to, he would break my fucking heart, would he not? Did you all read Firestarter? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, yeah. Love the book. Hate the movie. Both the original. Movie. I didn't watch the original. You never watched the original Drew nope, Barrymore? Drew Barrymore, but I did. I couldn't even finish that one. I, I got like maybe an it's hour. It's a very it. hard. That's a very hard story to make a movie out of. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. What about Needful Things? I love the movie. Never read the novel. You never read oh, the novel. Never read Needful movie. Things. Yeah, I had uh, Ed the Harris. Yeah. Ed Harris in it. Um, I don't know. Go ahead, Gage. Uh, that's a. Are we going like just a great movie or like most accurate? Just an all-around great movie. Uh, that's tough. Um, for me, I love the original Ed. Ed, oh with, yeah, with Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Tim yeah, Curry. I mean, just. He's the best. That, yeah, that that was hard to beat, but a very close second to Green Mile. I mean, that movie that could tug at your heartstrings. It, it, it does. It does. Uh, Tom Hanks' performance in that, along with yeah. Michael, was Michael, Michael Clark Duncan. Duncan. Rest Golly. in peace. Yeah. He was a, he was tired. Like, uh, how could somebody be that? And I know they made him to be look bigger in the movie than he actually is. He was a huge dude in real life. How could somebody that big be so sweet? You yeah, know, like know. he just seemed like such a sweet person. Mm-hmm. You know, I know. But um, some lesser known, maybe Stephen King stuff that people don't know about. Uh, Knockers. 
Tommy Knockers, well, um, I, I do love Jimmy Smith, uh, but uh, um, fourteen oh eight, I thought was a fantastic. I watched that movie. not long ago. Yeah, and Dark Tower. Dark. <laughs> I almost agreed with you. He almost got me. He almost got me. I almost got me on that one. Uh, what did you think about? Um, I'm gonna, mess, I'm gonna mess. Oh, mess. Mess is a great secret one. window. Okay, yeah. let's talk about the mist for a second. Because you know how I feel about this movie. Ending. Okay. Oh. First of all, I would have killed that bitch in the grocery store on oh, day one. Yeah. One of the <laughs> most horrible <laughs> characters you ever read. Really. Well, it's a it's a recurring character though, right? I mean, yes. a lot of his books, there is a overly religious yes. I mean, Is she supposed is she is she very um is she supposed to be Mother Abigail? Like, do you stand, think? Do you think that oh, Mother Abigail, Abigail was, was good? Amazing. Yeah, she was good. Yeah. How dare you say? Well, it's like just that. the religion <laughs> thing, you know. The Mother Abigail no, was good. She yeah. was smart and, and you know just black as no, well. I think. The, the, the man in black. She? Yeah, she was black. Yeah, she, okay. yeah, she was. She was like a hundred eight years old. Yeah. The black woman in Nebraska. Yeah. But um. He's right. That recurring that recurring theme of these overly ridiculously like zealous, holier than yeah, them. holier than that. Like they're just. He has a good way of writing that character, right? And, and he, and he makes you well. hate them. He does. Shoot, that that character was in the dome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it does seem he does that well too, because um, the the. The main bad guy from under the dome, the the mayor, the selectman, yeah. Rennie, uh, James Rennie. Um, he's just fake. He doesn't even believe any of the bullshit he's saying. He's a horrible person. He just hides behind religion. And there's so many people that do that. I don't want to get off on that tangent, but so many people that do that. And that's, it is a real, it, I mean, the righteous gemstones. Yeah. You know, uh, think of the song Ghost Relief, right. Right? right? I mean, or, you know, the remake of Genesis, uh, Jesus, he knows, Jesus he knows Me. I mean, that's all about TV evangelists and stuff like that, you know. I'll tell you another one where we, have, we forgot about uh, is it Mercy. Um, not Mercy. Uh, Misery. 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 Yeah. yeah. Annie Wilkes, man, she was, she's brutal. Kathy Bates is such a good actress. So I know, you know, she was the first female to ever win. This was like an Oscar or something for a horror movie for that really misery. Yeah, she deserved it. Yeah, Ed Penn is that? Uh, James Conn. He died. He died. Uh, he was James Conn. Did James Conn. Yeah. yeah, he was yeah. in the original Godfather. Yeah, yeah. Look what they did to my boy. They massacred my boy. Yeah, but since we're back around to mafiosos, watch The Sopranos. Guys. I <laughs> promise you. You, you won't regret it. Now, what's so. yours? What's your favorite? Stephen King. Uh, um, I want to be a little different because y'all said some great ones. Um, well, Secret Window, Stephen King. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I, a, it's, a it's a different season. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm going to go with Secret Window. What was that one where the uh, the with the farm where it just came out? Nineteen twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. that any good? I didn't watch it. I, I the stories. I think you got me to read or listen to that one on audiobook. Yeah, uh, that's remember me the one about um, the guy selling uh, yeah. cancer. Yes. The guy, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. He didn't sell his soul, but he had to give him money, and he gave him fifteen years of life. But he took his cancer and then ruined his best friend's family, right? And everything, yeah. 
let me say this and then we'll get off this. I know people probably want to hear sports stuff, but you didn't ask what my favorite Stephen King story is. What is your favorite Ooh. Stephen King story? It is called Dolan's Cadillac. Have either of y'all ever read that? Oh my God, man. So just not going to give nothing away. I'm going to give you this story. It has to do with mafia. A school teacher in Las Vegas, his wife sees a mafia boss murder somebody. So he takes revenge on her to keep her from testifying and murders this guy's wife. He obsesses and obsesses about finding a way to kill this mafia boss. Yeah. And he, he goes yeah. out in the desert yeah. and makes a fake detour. Works, uh, works, works on the road. Yeah. 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 You thought, and he, he, well, I, it's called Dolan's Cadillac, and he's going to bury him in his Cadillac out in the desert. Okay. It is a fantastic story. I've, I have read it and listened to it. Uh, Rob Lowe narrates it on Audible, and he does a fantastic job. That story is wonderful. Okay. It is such a great revenge story. He actually, the very opening line is, revenge is a, de- a dish best or eaten cold. Spanish proverb. That's how it starts out. Yeah. It's a, it's a revenge story. Yeah, it's okay. perfect. It is a yeah, perfect story. Have, have you read the one where those kids are at a uh, gas station or abandoned rest area and the car's got the... Uh, if they touch it, they, yeah. uh, they that get was, absorbed. That was, that, that was cool. Yeah. I didn't expect yeah. it. Yeah, I didn't either. What was that in? Uh, one of the short stories, I think. Yeah. Was it from a Buick? No, from a Buick Eight was about a car. Yeah, it's relatively one of the one yeah. newer ones. I'd like to read that again. It's been a while on that one. It's Stephen King's amazing, mm-hmm. fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Though the one where he's got about the hitman, that whole series or book. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, Billy Summers. Yes, I yeah, love, I love Billy, Billy Summers. Summers. That's yeah. a great story. One more thing, and I probably will get off. You can cut out this. No, no, you're good. I, I got a, a mafia question after this. Did you ever read the Stephen King short story about the cat? That it's a the 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 guy. He's an old man. He calls a hitman. The hitman comes to his house, and he's like, "Who do you want me to kill?" It's cat. the fucking cat. Yeah. The cat. I don't know what it is. I remember you telling me about it. It's the demon. If he's yeah, evil, torture the family. The cat yeah, the cat. The like, and at the end, I won't tell what I have, but at the end, it's like the cat's going back. Like it has some purpose. Like it's going back home. Yes. Yeah, it's it's yes. crazy. It get, I like thinking about it. it gives me chills. I, I'm going to skip the mafia question to ask you all this, and then we're going to get to a quick break. The remake of Pet Cemetery. Yes or no? No. I mean, honestly... I love John Lithgow, great right, actor. Yeah. But, was the really, but that was that. I mean, for me, the guy played uh, her monster. I can't think of his name. That was his role. Oh like, yeah, I saw yeah. The that means ground, ground's gone to yeah, shower. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you just can't for that. You can't be the original. Uh, yeah. You got ran over by a truck in that movie. I did. That's where I was named after. You know, I, I, the last time I read that, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, Marvin and Tracy named Gage after this movie. And I was like, yeah. they really love that name to get by <laughs> all of the stuff that happened yeah. in that movie. To, to like they got hit, yeah. came back, fell out junk, yeah. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll be back in five. And welcome back from the break. I hope you had a good pee. Hope you enjoyed that ad that you just heard. Make sure you go use those codes. Make sure you're checking out Spotify for podcasters. It's a fantastic place to make your podcast. 
super easy too. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. I'm enjoying a Guinness. And you know what Guinness is the perfect beer for? Sport. Watching baseball. Watching it. It's wild. Tampa finally got their first loss. I know. It was upsetting. 13 wins in a row. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's very crazy. I, I, I haven't got to watch too much, so we'll just kind of hit it. You know, what's your expectations for this year? I know diehard Braves fan like me, we got to get a bullpen. We got to figure it out. I, I'm just curious. The, the thing that I think is going to be the burning question this year and the thing that I would like somebody to answer me on is Otani actually a human being? Is he a human or is he some sort of cyborg? Like in there, uh, there's a UFC fighter, right, named Cyborg. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think he used that, to be. Uh, oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> there is a man and a woman. Okay, so all right, all right, all right, all right. okay, okay. All right, well, Tony should be cyborg. Yeah, because he's not human. And I want to be honest, that good. <laughs> it's insane, and he's so good, Gage. I know you're you're not much of a baseball fan, but Shohei Otani is a two way player for the uh, Los Angeles Angels. Okay, and outfield. Yeah, exactly. When he's when he's on the mound at on any given day, he's the best pitcher in the MLB. Yeah. When he's in the field, he's the best at his position at any given day. And he's a top five batter in the MLB. There's no question. Did I say NFL a minute ago? I may have said NFL. If I did, MLB. I apologize. MLB, the major league baseball. Anyways, this guy's unbelievable. He's he's literally the definition of a generational talent. Well, to put it in, in perspective of like what gay like with UFC, I guess as good as Anderson Silva was, okay. and everything that he could do that, that he shouldn't have been able to do, that's that's how good Otani is. And if if the rest of that team continues to play, if Mike Trout can stay healthy and that team can make it into the postseason, you know, there's no telling where that team can go. Yeah, oh, I agree. I agree, and and like I said, it's it's weird that uh, it's weird seeing Mike Trout playing on a good team. Is it? It, is. Like it really it, is. Uh, I felt for the guy for a long time, you know. But how can you feel for a guy who's making half a billion dollars? Seriously, <laughs> was well, his contract was like four hundred and forty million dollars? Yeah, yeah. over it's ten years, it's like it's just like forty some million a year. Yeah, the dude, but. That's another one of those generational talents. Moving on, you know, you got teams right now that are really, really looking hot. I mean, Atlanta is a very good team. There's no doubt about it. Coming off of a championship, you know, thank God we got rid of Marcel. Uh, the dude's embarrassing himself out there. <laughs> you got, you got to go out there and get Marcel. They're starting to turn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, they're – Exactly, Marcellus Wallace. No, it's um, it's What's it's he still. Like, by the way? He's not a bitch. He's definitely <laughs> not a bitch. No, there's there's a lot going on. Uh, it's still very early in the season. So what what? Give me your two early World Series prediction. I mean, for one and two right now, I think the Braves are the best team in baseball, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a fan. And then I mean. Tampa would be too. Uh, I mean, I, I I don't know. I think a team to watch out for though this year, just because the talent that they have is going to be the Padres. Yeah, the, the Jays. The Jays. Yeah. I mean, don't. I mean, right now, like I said, it's way too early. 
It's the I, I don't I don't want to say. Uh, all I know that right now is the way that it's going is it's going to be very Braves are what twelve and four right now. Yeah. So I mean it's going to be very difficult to to get a good jump on this team to get you know to to be able to 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 the, their sticks are good. I mean they they can, they just have to preserve their yeah. self and yeah. make it count in September yeah. and October because you know that's that's the thing and that's why you know that you look at that NL East and teams like Philadelphia, you know, they're they're hot right now and they were very good last year, but is it going to last? You know, that was the problem last year is they just ran out of steam about halfway through the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I mean Baseball, you can say this for many sports. Really, when you get into the playoffs, which team's going to get hot at the right time? But it really changes in baseball. Absolutely. It really changes it could when you get in September. Day. If you start heating up in September, it doesn't matter what your record is. You can win it all. You know, we've seen it happen time and time again. Yep. And it's just fun. Baseball, to me, right now, is fun funner to watch and to keep up with and maybe it's because I'm, I'm really into you know into the show right now but you know the video game but i don't know there's just something about it right now that that i'm digging like more than i have i agree and you got to think the new changes the pitch count the the the, the clock is exciting it's you know exciting. It's, it adds a new element it does yeah. and like i was telling you on the phone the other day you know they're saying it's average and knocking off 30 minutes at least which game. is huge for the sport. It's the biggest thing. If baseball wants to continue to be, you know, a top dog, they've got to figure it out. Uh, I agree. And I, I think they're – baseball's finally – and the MLB's finally trending up. That's They've it's trended down time. since the steroid era, you could argue. But I think they're finally trending up, and it's exciting to watch. It really is. So what's who's, who's your favorite player to play with on the show right now? Who are you loving? I'm doing the. I'm oh doing yeah, you're the, doing road, to the, doing road to the show. So how's that going? Uh, it's it's going good. In the second half of the season, we're I'm 18 and 17 right now. Okay, I'm still leading the league and everything personally, but the team, eh, not so good. Not you play so for good. the Mississippi. Braves. I play for the Mississippi yeah. Braves. Yeah. I got I got drafted by the uh, Hartford Yard Goats. <laughs> the double A team for the, the names Colorado are fantastic. Oh yeah, the biscuits you were the telling biscuits, me about the biscuits, the trash pandas, trash pandas. I love that one. So let's move on. We're we're in the thick of things in the NBA. Uh, it's looking like John Morant will start off with Los Angeles and Memphis. Looks like John Morant's out for Game Two. Well, do you want to start out there? Do you want to start out with the Heat beating Milwaukee last night? That was impressive. But what's the Giannis injury? I've heard I've heard it's up in the air if he's going to be able to play. And uh, well, boom, uh, how you say Steve Budenholzer uh, yeah. said, uh, I even say his name, said that like we're not going to, but you can't blame him. It's like we're not going to put him out there if he's going if he's right. going to risk it. And arguably the best player in the world. Well, JD's the best player in the world at the moment. But I believe Giannis is the best player in the world overall, as a whole. <laughs> as a whole. But you know, like it, uh, it's it's people can call me crazy, but I said this: the Heat can beat Milwaukee, and they've already got one. They already stole one. Is Chris Middleton healthy? 
Yeah, Chris Middleton, I think he had, what, 32 points last night, I think? Well, we've seen it last year that Giannis couldn't do it without Chris Middleton. Yeah. And it's not going to happen with Chris Middleton and Drew Hall. Not Hall, even right? against a team like the Heat who can't put up. They put 130 points. That blew my mind. It's insane. Did Tyler Hero break his hand? He broke his hand. He's going to be out, I think. Four to six weeks, or maybe that four hurt, to eight weeks. That hurts. That's a lot of points yeah. that's going to be lost for mine. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it, it, but going on what you said, the injuries in basketball, that's weird that you're getting, we're getting all these injuries all of a sudden. But, you know, in that series in particular, I was so excited. Remember me telling you when, when it come out like that, this, it was said this. I was like, man, that's going to be a fun oh, one yeah. to watch. And now it's like, well, we ain't going to get those dunks, are we? Yeah. We're not going to get y'all out there, you know, just dabbing them up and everything. Talking like, shit. Yeah, talking yeah. shit. Not, um, uh, it, it's uh, – I'm go- we talked about this on the phone, but I'm going to say this for people to hear me so I can get it on the record right now. Who can beat the Warriors? Nobody. Who can beat the Warriors when they're firing on us and there's the way that they are right now? Nobody. Who can? Nobody. I don't think there's a team in the league that can hold a candle to the Warriors if they're fired. It's not Phoenix. It's not Miami. It's not Boston. It's not no none of them. The Lakers. The Lakers. I want the Lakers to fall so badly in this first series. They're going to. I hope so. It, it, if John ja Morant is out for this, it's gonna it's gonna suck. But back to Golden State. There's not a team in the league that can do it right now. There's not. Steph Curry is un- unbelievable. It's it you ever it's I guess it's kind of like Patrick Mahomes is the only other player like in professional sports right now where you're like, yeah, he's just that fucking good. I mean, what yeah. well, what else can you say? Like, yeah. I mean, he's just just keep getting rings, keep getting MVPs, keep breaking all these records. Like, well, it's just it's just Steph Curry. Yeah, it's, it's just Patrick it's Mahomes. Just him, it's just, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, not not to dive too deep. First episode back, so just kind of hitting all the high points. Um, I know you guys don't watch hockey. All you need to know is that Boston's going to win. Um, but Gage, there's some big fights coming up. Uh, yeah, next weekend we got a pretty big fight. It's going to be Sergey. I'm going to try this name. I apologize for uh, all of our Russian listeners out there, but uh, Pavlovich versus Curtis Blades should be a pretty good heavyweight fight. Uh, you know, Blades is a well-known heavyweight. He's 17 and 3, 6'4", 260 pounds of all man. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's taken on uh, Sergey, who is 17 and 1, 6'3", and 255. But ha- even though he's an inch shorter, Sergey actually has a four-inch reach advantage, and he's southpaw. Okay. And uh, dude's got a lot of power, uh, for sure. I don't know if you got a chance to watch night? it. Uh, yes, ESPN Plus. Okay. Good deal. Uh, any any good undercard fights on that one? Uh, let me check real quick. Not anybody that I recognize. Uh, Bobby Green's fighting against Jared Gordon. Other um, that, not a whole lot of people I recognize. Not to say that they're not worth watching for sure, but uh, just not any uh, people with notoriety. Okay. So who who you like in the in the main card? That's tough. I mean, Curtis Blades is always a tough fighter. You know, we've seen them win a lot of fights. Um but I'm leaning toward the Russian. Okay. We'll see how it plays. You you should I bet on that? I wouldn't bet on that. Not bad not, <laughs> He's not, not that not very confident. Sergey is a uh, a striker. 
Blades is a wrestler slash striker, so you know, you never have it. Yeah, I said Russian, but his flag he's got next to him is not Russian. So I apologize. I'm not sure what country he hails from, but by the way, how inconsiderate of you. Huh? How inconsiderate I know, of you. I know. I'm sorry. Don't know my flags. Uh, but he, <laughs> he's on a, uh, was it one, two, three, five fight win streak? No. Okay. Seven fight win streak. So he's got some heat coming into this one. Yeah. And he has won every one of his UFC fights so far by knockout in the first round. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that so far, um, the longest fight he's had in the UFC was four minutes into the first round. That's the longest he's had? Yeah. Well, you can see how he's won the first <laughs> <Yes>. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. No doubt about it. So we'll be looking forward to that one. That'll be a, a fun one to watch. You can't beat a free fight. That's true. Oh. Uh, Blades is on a three-fight win streak. His last loss was to Derek Lewis by knockout. I wonder if Derek Lewis's balls got hot. I, I imagine that man's balls are always getting hot. Yeah, in that ring. He uh, we t- did we talk about that? But he he lost that. Uh, he just lost to somebody. Was it in a boxing match? I know he lost to a uh, Spivak Spivak uh, by submission back in February. Okay. Maybe I was thinking of somebody else. I'll try to remember and I'll get back to it. This episode of the Foul Language Podcast is brought to you by Blowout Cards. Guys, this card shop is incredible. If you're into trading cards, sports cards, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Garbage Pail Kids, it doesn't matter what you like. Check out BlowoutCards.com for all of your trading card needs. So let's move on to the NFL. Um, If there's a slight break in the audio... That's because Alex just had to go poop. I did have to go poop. Was it a good poop? I don't know. No. No. Unpleasant. Yeah. Solid. Uh, it was. Uh, it was like the equivalent of like hot tar. Ooh. <laughs> was it the same temperature? <laughs> no. So no. you did have not have Mexican food. No. Anyways, everybody <laughs> poops. My girl's got a book that says everybody poops. Everybody I, does. You poop. know, when I realized that, I felt a little bit better. About That's true. Yeah. I poop. I've done it yeah. a couple times. A couple times. Yeah. I dabble. I dabble. <laughs> <You> dribble. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, the draft's coming up. The draft is right around the corner. How and- about Jalen Hurt? <sighs> Fifty-one million dollars a year. I know, highest-paid player ever. Is he worth it? It's he's worth it to that team and to that city. Today, it's all matter, right? Yeah, I'm not going to say it's going to translate into multiple Super Bowls because that team, as a whole, and especially now going forward. It's going to be hard to retain the level of talent that they had on that team because of this contract, and we've already seen players leave from there in this offseason. That's going to hurt. It's not necessarily going to be, is Jalen Hurts worth $51 million? It's going to be, what is his worth going to do to that team? Right. you got to think, Devontae Smith is in his third year. And he's going to get paid. A.J. Brown. Yeah. I mean, they gave A.J. Brown, but it was only like three years, wasn't it? Yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't long. I mean, you got to 
You got to say, though, that A.J. Brown's worth every penny you're oh, paying. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's no doubt about it. He they, is. He, I'm just going to tell you all, you're not going to have a sh- I'm keeping him. He's keeping one him. Of my keeper. Yeah. Keeping Yeah. I don't blame you. I wouldn't I'm, leave your phone laying around. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't take it with me. When I <laughs> but, no, you, you look at that, that offensive line, and we've talked about it before. You know, they're getting some age on them. Jason Kelsey, this will probably be his last season. Yeah, um, that will. Lane Johnson, I know he's a, quite a bit younger than Jason Kelsey, but, you know, you got to think that position doesn't last very long, and, and Lane Johnson's getting up there. I mean, not everybody can be Andrew Whitworth. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Um, that's that's going to be the thing. We've seen it with really good teams before. Seattle, and you know, 2010, 2012, Seattle, when those guys started having to get paid, You've seen how that team disintegrated, right? And then a lot of that was due to age, contracts. Um, it it just it's just part of football. But I would like to say something cool about this Jalen Hurts thing. Uh, Nicole Lynn, his his agent. Um, did you hear that story? That on draft night, she just sent him out a text or a random message on, on Instagram. Instagram. It's like, can I be your agent he signed her as his agent and she just facilitated the highest contract in nfl history that was wild i mean that's cool for her Absolutely. i mean that, that's really cool and it's great she's a woman and that's, it's, it's that's just good that's, yeah. for more women that, that's fantastic. Great. And, and it gives me hope that that lamar can get this worked out you know i mean it, it's it's really it's a really cool situation for for Jalen Hurts what he went through in college and 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 now it's just unfortunate he's on Philadelphia who's your Philadelphia buddy uh, uh, Jesse Jesse yeah, yeah. Jesse, Jesse. Uh, yeah sorry buddy <laughs> Philly sports man they're wild they're wild they're a different breed they are a different breed but no it's it's fantastic Jay, I, and and to answer my own question yes Jalen Hurts is worth it absolutely especially what you know you want to call him a dual threat, but he's so much more than a dual threat because everything that he's capable of, he's top tier at it. He's top tier at running the ball at quarterback. I mean, Lamar's better, but Jalen Hurts is number two. Yeah, he's got a fantastic arm. He's got vision. He's got awareness. He's got everything. He's I, and I think they'll be back. They'll, if if they can continue to grow and they can continue on in the draft, you know, they haven't historically been very good in the draft. Yeah. But the past year they had they they've done very yeah. well. Past yeah. couple years, uh, Howie Howie Roseman he's done well at, yeah. at moving and getting picks, getting value out of his picks. And, and Nick Sirianni's for real. Nick Sirianni's a damn good coach. Yeah, yeah. I would say the only quarterback that's probably got a little edge on Dylan Hurts is uh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I would like to say something before we get into the draft. Robert Salwin? Yes. Did you see those pictures? <laughs> He's driving you that go, go, go look up, uh, Robert uh, Sala. Sala, S-A-L-E-H, golf photos. Like, what happened to that golf ball when that guy hit the Destroyed. Ball? Like, it, it disintegrated. Absolutely. Gage, do you wear contacts normally? 
Uh, no, but my keyboard is not illuminating, so I ah, can't see my keys. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what's going on. It's like, are you all right, man? I can't, I can't see shit, like man. Maybe have some issues. But no. Uh, hey, you get glaucoma, you can go on that medical marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big old dude. Yeah, like, he's a football coach. Like it's, it's really. yeah, he's the Jets head coach. Like absolutely jacked. I guess he's uh, keeping him in line whatever way he's got to. <laughs> yeah, between him and old uh, Dan Campbell's, like yeah. you're not going to get out of line no. with those two. No doubt about it. And imagine having, imagine the Jets versus the Lions with Ed Hockley as the yeah. ref. <laughs> yeah, Ed Hockley ref. Salah against yeah. Campbell in a like a three round type. Of, yeah, uh, absolutely. Play. Yeah, one hundred percent. But no, I, and you mentioned Lamar a minute ago, so I want to talk about something that pisses me off. Uh oh, what really grinds your gears? What really grinds my gears. You know, I, I want to start off by saying this, so my words don't get misconstrued here. Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the NFL. He's going to be 31 this year. Okay. You think he's the best wide receiver? He's still, I mean, his quarterback situation is not as good as it was, quite obviously, but uh, he's still the best talent wise and reliability. He's the best wide receiver in the NFL. And I, I he's 31 years old. I understand mm. that. And I'm saying he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. But how are you going to give a dude? $18 million for one year that is extremely injury prone. OBJ is a good wide receiver, but OBJ's entire career is based off of one catch. And his his best year, I mean, his best years are behind. Without With a the doubt. the injuries that he's had, his best years are behind. So you're not going to give your superstar generational talent quarterback $30 million a year not anywhere close to the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, which is all he's asking for. But you're going to give a 30-year-old Odell Beckham Jr. $18 million for one year? And to take it even farther than what you're saying, it's about the guaranteed money. It's not about the money that's on the bottom line. It's about what's guaranteed. That's what he wants. Right. And what he's doing is is it sucks for owners and it sucks for financial situations around the NFL, but guaranteed money is way better for the players. It is it's more stable for Hold the on. players. What you said's true, and God knows I don't have thirty million dollars a year to pay somebody. But Dan Snyder just made six billion dollars from selling that team or in the process of selling that team. They can afford to pay Absolutely. Lamar Jackson $30 million a year. There's and guarantee, no question about it. Guarantee 80% of it. You right. know, like, I, I, don't, I don't see what the issue is here. That dude's just like, that dude somehow came out of this smelling like a rose. The Daniel Snyder? Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> it's all these accusations come against him. He's this terrible person. It's facts that he's a terrible person. His own wife hates And the dude, Literally gets forced out of being an owner, but gets six billion dollars. Wait, why not? And Didn't oh, Michael Jordan just make a shit ton of money. He, he sold the Hornets. Yeah, I think it was two billion. For yeah. What he what he what he sold the Hornets for? Made like a crazy profit on that too. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, go. So no. just you talking about selling teams? Think of it. When 
Daniels, okay. Tell me this isn't a return on your return on your investment. How much he sold the commanders? I'm not going to guess because I've already seen it. You're already saying it. How, how much would you say he, he made $6 billion from the sale or is going to? You know what he paid? What would you say he paid for that thing? I'd be afraid to guess. I don't know how, how much, uh, how long has he been the owner? To uh, give you an example, uh, the, the Cowboys are worth approximately like $7, $7 billion. billion. Uh, he, when did he buy? Let's see. In, he bought uh, in 1999. So, 99. Yeah. It's worth six billion today. It was maybe five hundred million, eight hundred million. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like <laughs> he bought. He's only spent eight hundred million, and he's got six billion back. You want to know one that's crazier than that? The last time the Chicago Bears were purchased, they were purchased for a one hundred dollar bill. <laughs> the Chicago Bears, hundred dollars. That's crazy. It's insane, ain't it? Yeah. Think about that. It's the only thing about that you got to live in Chicago. And think about this. There's a high probability that that hundred dollar bill, at some point in time, made its way down to uh, Columbia. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Or in a stripper's ass crack. Yeah. yeah. I use hundreds for that. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? High roll yeah. over here. Yeah, he's going to the Pyramid Rhino, and he yeah. they ain't ever letting him leave. <laughs> Gage, I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to ask it to you every week until it happens. The Carolina Panthers are on the clock. I guess we're taking uh, Bryce Young. That's what I think. I agree. I think that's what they're going to do, but I disagree with the pick. The next question I I have, you you think they're still going with Stroud? No, I think they're going to go with Young, but I would go with Stroud. That's why I'm not. And the main reason being the size. Yes. So you don't think there's any chance Bryce Young can be what Drew Brees was? No. I don't. I, I'm just going to be honest. Next question I have for you. <laughs> if the Dolphins play the Panthers in Carolina this year, we're, we're going, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to watch the game. Yeah. And before the game or after the game, we're going to Carolina's. Sounds I, I, I think I hope it's in awesome October yeah. so we can go to Carolina's. There you go. Oh, that's even, yeah, that's even better. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so let, I'll give you a rundown of the top five here, if I can remember it. Carolina at one. You've got Russia. Houston at two. Had a brain fart. I'm still I'm gonna say that they're going to take Will Anderson. Will Anderson. Yeah. Then you've got Arizona at three. Jalen Carter. You think he'll go that early? Yeah. They're not going to take a quarterback. Who else are they going to take? That's true. I, and I just don't – you draft a defensive tackle at three, honestly. The potential, the upside that he has to be Aaron Donald, I'm not saying he's going to be Aaron Donald, but I'm saying that's his ceiling, right? If you, if you were picking at three and Aaron Donald was there – wouldn't you take Aaron Donald at three? Now, yeah. Now. now I mean, yeah. that's the, you got to look at Jalen Carter. That's the potential that he has. Right. I don't know. I, I just – and I was explaining the Laramie Tunsil situation last week to Gage mm-hmm. and how his draft stock fell and he's a top three tackle in the you, NFL. You told him why. Right? Yeah, the gas mask. The gas mask. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my question is, 
how often does it pan out for star defensive tackles? Aaron Donald is the exception. I mean, it's becoming more of a with the way defenses want to play, you have these crazy superstar athletes on the outside, right? And their job is to get to the quarterback. They don't give a shit about anything else. There are no J.J. Watts left. Right. Okay. So you either have to have a ridiculously good group of linebackers or you have to have a guy that is so disruptive in the backfield, play in and play out on the inside of that interior of that defensive line, that he blows everything up, whether he makes the tackle or not. It is becoming a premium, and that's because these defensive ends do this one thing so well, that it makes interior defensive linemen that much more valuable because they're taking on an insane amount of responsibility in the run game. Right. And – I said that to you about Indominus Sue when he went to the Dolphins. Everybody said, oh, we paid him all this money. He's only got four sacks. That's not what his job is. That's not what Jalen Carter's job is going to be. And I think if you're wanting to be a, a good team late in the season, you have to be able to stop the run, especially in the playoffs. Yes, I would take Jalen Carter at third. I, I'm going to disagree and say that the loss of DeAndre Hopkins and the major loss of Joseph Anderson is going to be such a hit to the Arizona Cardinals. Why would they not? Why would they, if they have their choice of the best wide receivers in a wide receiver stacked draft class? Why would they not draft Quentin Johnston? Why would they not you draft think, Jackson you Smith? Think and draft, you would hesitate to draft Jalen Carter at three, but you would draft either one of those guys at three for Arizona. For Arizona's situation, Arizona's defense isn't bad, although Buda Baker wants that. Did yeah. you see that? So that's a huge hit. But you're Zayvon Collins. Um, the dude that came out of Clemson, Isaiah Simmons, yeah. uh, 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 Zach Allen. It's a defensive lineman that should be a perennial pro bowler that nobody talks about. Well, I guess it depends on how you view your draft board. Do you draft 100% based on need, or do you draft this is the best player available? Obviously, they're not going to draft the quarterback, even though he's not, you know, not going to be ready to start the year. You take the quarterback out of the equation. Do you draft 100% based on that, or do you say this is going to be the best player in the draft, arguably, and he's going on number one on our board? You, what do you do? But with the off the field problems, he's had one. It was a bad situation. I'm not making light of it. It was one problem. He's had some speeding stuff. I mean, you, you get him an Uber. I think it's the thing, right? Like, well, he's going to be rich. Just get yeah, him a driver. Yeah, yeah, get him a driver. Be like, you're know, going to come to Phoenix and, uh, you know, you're not going to drive. I don't want you on I 10. Yeah. Like, you're not going on. Yeah, that. definitely like, not. Too much going on. Man. Yeah. But, I mean, I just put, put him in the uh, pinto. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, something go really slowly. Yeah, that's not a good yeah. 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 I just think. In Arizona situation, and you know that this is a team that I've been up and down on for several years now. With Arizona situation at three, I'm more apt, even over wide receiver and over defensive line, to draft an offensive lineman. Kyler Murray gets hurt a lot. Kyler Murray's small. You got to protect Kyler Murray if he's your future. And obviously, sending Cliff Kingsbury out the door proves that he's your future. Uh you're you're right, and and like you said, I would like to, to to I guess go a little bit farther on what you said. Losing Woke Dog was a big deal. 
It was, yeah. Now he's at USC. I mean, look, he's at Miami. Yeah, I meant yeah. Miami. Yes, yeah, the Kingsbury. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, uh, that that's that's a huge one. Yeah, yeah. all hundred and three pounds he's down there in South Beach. He's like, should I wear these Jordan with this Uzi or whatever? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> should I wear are these Adidas? This Glock. Ah, <laughs> fuck it. I swear these do. You ever seen Don't Be a Menace? Uh, forever ago. Yeah, this uh, guy that we're talking about, Chosen, he changed his name to Chosen Anderson. Is his formerly known as Robbie, Robbie Anderson. Anderson. Uh, he looks just like Wolf Dog. <laughs> anyway. Before uh, we've got the Indianapolis Colts. There's so many ways they can go here. And somehow Jim Irsay will make the wrong choice. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Uh, he'll, he'll probably be drunk, right? <laughs> be out driving. Oh God! Him and Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter does not it's need to ask. Yeah. Anyway, that's not funny. Uh, He's kind of funny. Oh, uh, I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold prediction here. Will Levis goes here. You think so over Anthony Richardson? Yep. That was that was my other choice. But, There's uh, a toss there, and it, it's just it depends on what you're after. There's a lot of flash with Anthony Richardson. He has potential to be very good. Yeah. He's a freak athlete. Yeah. There's no question about it. He's raw. Yeah. He is very, very raw. And there's going to be a lot of growing pain. Right. Absolutely. And on the other hand, you've got a dude that's got a cannon for an arm. Yeah. Um, he's also very raw, though. His decisions make it. He struggles in big games. Right. That's the biggest knock I have on him, especially the Tennessee game last year. He struggles when he's going against an opponent that he knows is really good, then he plays to that level of opponent. Right. So, uh, but I, I think overall, I think uh, he's a better fit or he's a better fit for the Colts system than C.J. Stroud is. I agree. And Anthony Richards. So that's why I'm saying Okay. And wrapping out the top five, you've got the Seattle Seahawks, which is crazy, a team that was not that badly. They were in the playoffs. Yeah. Where do they go? What do they need? I think you got to take one of these quarterbacks, and I think it will be C.J. Stroud. And I think they'll be tickled to death to see him fall to five because I don't think there's any way. It is possible that out of the top five picks, four of them are quarterbacks. I could see that happening, especially if the Texans go quarterback. I mean, that's that's the thing, right? We're going to see maybe they're sitting there and they're salivating thinking we're going to have a shot at either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. What no if they're what. thinking Anthony Richardson? That's a type of quarterback that ha- – I mean, you look at, yeah, Deshaun Watson. But Deshaun Watson didn't run the ball that much. I mean, no. he was a threat with his legs, but it wasn't his first option. This is a type of quarterback that Houston's never had. Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, you make a good point, but I just think that those first two guys are head and shoulders above the rest of them. I think it's possible that Anthony Richardson and Will Levis could end up being the two best quarterbacks out of this draft class, or what's based from Tennessee. Yeah, could be the best quarterback, and Hooker could be the best quarterback out of this class. But it um, the thing too to keep in mind with Texans, the Texans especially, is they have two what top twelve picks. Yeah. They pick uh, second and 12. So let's, I mean, let's say the reason I don't have them taking a quarterback at two is if you think, okay, 
I'll have a shot at getting Will Levis. I'll have a shot at Hendon Hooker. I'm not going to have a shot at Will Anderson or Jalen Carter if I don't take pull the trigger at two and right. take them there. So that's that's why I got my top five in in that way. A lot of it's very quarterback heavy, but this seems to be a year for quarterbacks. It's not a year for wide receivers, really. It's not a year for offensive linemen, really. But it's a year for quarterbacks, and I think you're going to see a heavy top ten quarterback. Uh, select. Well, I told Gage last week I could see Jalen Carter going as high as two to the Texans for that exact reason. Yeah, and I could see him going as late as nine to Chicago, yeah. which is where I'm leaning towards Jalen Carter probably they going to get a wide receiver. Man, D Hop's out there. They got that's that's where, and you know, I mean, and Jigba is 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 my guy in this draft. And I just think that's a perfect situation for him to be in. He knows Ohio the State quarterback. quarterback. He knows, that, like, they're going to be, you know, we've seen it, right? I mean, Tua and Waddle, then with Hurts and uh, Devontae Smith, quarter, uh, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. You're going to try to get some of that magic, right? I mean, these are high-performing, high, um, stat-padding, receivers we're talking about and if you're sitting there at nine and you're thinking i can get that type of continuity that type of chemistry with my guys that's a, that's a smart move well we've seen what chris olave done in his rookie year and you firmly believe that olave was the second best receiver on that team to jackson smith and jigba oh absolutely i do and and i got I mean, i've said it before i think even on the show i mean that rose bowl two years ago sold me on him yep 360-some yards receiving. Yeah, three touchdowns, three or four touchdowns. It was crazy. Um, it's it's going to be – I'm just looking. I know I know we're going, but um, what does Jets do at 13? I don't know what the Jets are thinking right now. What I don't if know we what's get to the happen. draft and it's still not happening? There's a good chance that if it goes past the draft, it's not going to happen. They have to make something. They have to make a deal on trade night. They might not have that. There's a good chance they won't have that pick if they get AA run. I don't know what they're going to do. They've sent all of their wide receivers away, and now they've got who Alan Lazard. So, yeah. I the mean, lizard, they they done that in expectation of signing Aaron Rodgers, but it's not happened, and it was supposed to happen a month ago. So, I don't know. Before we get out of here, I want to ask you this question. I've seen this online today, and it was very interesting. Same draft class put these wide receivers in order. Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith, and Amon Ross St. Brown. I think you just put them in order. In order? Yeah. You wouldn't have Jalen Waddell ahead of Jamar Chase? I can't do it. I can't do it. Even after the record-setting rookie year and what he done last year? Jamar Chase had a record-setting rookie year. That's though. true. That is very true. I, I, I can't. I can't. I mean, and you're talking about four fantastic wide receivers. You know how much I'm high on the Monroe, right? I mean, the sun goes. Yeah, I, I just I think you put them in order. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. I don't know. I'm excited though. Just a couple more days till draft day. What is that? Next weekend? This weekend? Uh, next, I think next, next Thursday yeah. starts next Thursday. Looking forward to that. I appreciate you guys being here. I had a damn good time Always. being back. Glad you're back. 
Glad you're still around. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Let's do it. Peace out, folks. Peace.